back at WNST, Towson, Baltimore, and Baltimore Positive. We are positively into March. We got lots of things going on. They got March Madness. We got spring training happening here. And only the biggest story going in sports today. What's going to happen to Lamar? Well, we're getting up on the witching hour of franchise tagging. We've gotten through the combine. Dennis Kalatsos and I have been heard lots here at AM 1570 from his show, of course, on Thursday from 3 into 5, where he gets together with Luke, he gets together with me, and we get together. And you and I keep saying it's it's almost like 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 watching a pregnancy, like a nine-month. Like, at some point, they're going to have the baby here between now and April 28th. And every time there's a press conference, every time there's a report, and I don't mean a media report from Stephen A. Smith. I mean, like, the NFL Players Association getting in on this. And there's so much not good things going on in Owings Mills right now. And Dennis, you run, uh, you know, Coons Baltimore Fort Security Boulevard. You give yourself report cards. You self-scout. You proudly, you're very proud of keeping and retaining high-quality employees. It's something you and I talk about at a different level in a leadership way. Um, I would think of all the things that you've had personal experiences with the Ravens, some good, some bad, clearly my situation has borne itself out publicly but this is their internal people and this is the players association and this is sort of a new thing and i can't wait to hear because i know this is in your wheelhouse of leadership and where they are and really measuring are they a good shop and um this is a heart and soul issue for you so i'm i'm looking forward to interviewing you about this one it's good to have you on again this week uh great to be on with you nestor as always but I think a lot of this coming out of Owings Mills lately and Lamar Jackson's just speaks to how things have changed throughout the years. It used to be back when in the days of Vince Lombardi and Bear Bryant, those kind of guys used to rule with an iron fist. So then it evolved a an iron fist wrapped in a velvet glove. Nowadays, I, I just think you have to have a velvet glove when it comes to players, coaches, media, etc. Um, and you have to evolve with them, whether it's Lamar Jackson spouting off or the Steve Saunders situation or the strength, the former strength coach of the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, just these are 24 year old millionaires who are famous. They're just different. Well, see, and back in the day, and I was <laughs> thinking about you the other day that uh, when you were working for the news American Baltimore sun, we'd have to wait for our news to come out, right? We'd have to wait for the newspaper to, to come out. Uh, sometimes you would get two or three readers comments. Well, nowadays with, with social media, Twitter in particular, they could just put it out there, and uh, when you get the blue check mark now with Elon Musk, you can actually delete that tweet within 30 minutes. But or or there's a lot of things you can do. But now uh, this negotiating in public and and getting feelings hurt and whatnot and getting an F minus in a report card by the players, which speaks to John Harper's loyalty. I think that John, like most good people, decent people, have a hard time moving away from long tenured employees. Uh, it's a business thing to do, but sometimes loyalty loyalty does cloud your judgment. And then you have a Lamar Jackson total and complete mess. And as you mentioned, you and I have been ahead of this for a long, long time in regards of how this thing has been handled or mishandled. And now we're waiting until the March 7th, 4 p.m. deadline, Nestor, where he'll get a tag and which one remains to be seen. You said mishandled. <clears throat> yeah. Has it been mishandled? It's so. mishandled if they don't get three draft picks for him because if he was never going to sign and they weren't going to sign him, I don't know that the Ravens, that Eric DaCosta would say we mishandled this. I think he would say we went in and gave 
a fair, good offer. And we really don't think he's a $240 million quarterback for our franchise. That's like mishandling it is if somehow they only get one draft pick back, you know, if so, like, I, I don't know what that would, or they get themselves in a box where they're stuck with them because they won't take their best deal. I, I mean, these they're next a, couple of weeks, this is very sensitive. And then on top of that, who their next quarterback's going to be and how they're going to pitch that to Marlon Humphrey, Roquan Smith, Calais Campbell down the line and their fan base and their sponsors and whoever Bashadi really feels like he has to answer to, which isn't most people. They're already in the box, Nestor, because let's say they give a, they put the non-exclusive tag on Lamar Jackson. He negotiates, blah, 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 blah. And they match the highest offer and the highest offer isn't that high. Well, $32 million, it's not a stretch to, to, to think that Lamar Jackson won't sign the tag. He sits out of here. Well, he hurts himself, but he also hurts the organization. He doesn't have to sign the tag. That is an option. I think a lot of people have missed that, that he doesn't have to play for the Baltimore Ravens again if he chooses not to. But he also handcuffs the franchise. They'll get five, maybe six draft picks if they move back. But it's going to hamstring this this franchise, for, at least for the 2023 season, and perhaps even beyond that. Is that the worst thing in the world if you're Steve Bishotti or you're Eric DaCosta or John Arbaugh? I call him coach for life. I mean, when they Not get together down with you know, Big Shotty's house and they're hanging out, do they say, look, this is just the way it's going to be. I'm not giving this kid the money. You don't want do, – do you want another January where he – do you want him running the line? Like, this isn't good for – it was fun for a while and it was okay, but let's – Let's cash in the SNH green stamps here and bring home a you know bring home a new well, prize because we pick quarterbacks well around here. You guys are smart. We've got cap room. Let's not invest fifty million here. And he doesn't want to be here. He's not happy here. You know we we've we've pissed him. To your point, what your uh, last week on my no, I was on your show last week and you said what was it? Um, calluses, baby, calluses. Significantly callous. Significant, Significant calluses is what you say. Yeah, they build up, man. Calluses. They get hard. They get harder and harder over time. They're very hard to remove, very hard to get rid of, Nestor. And uh, they they may think it's in their best interest to get two first round draft picks on a non exclusive tag and not match the deal. That way, they don't have to worry and have about fifty him being... million dollars and go find another quarterback. Okay, so you're getting so you're getting four number one draft picks in two years, and you know what? It, it's not enough compensation for him. But at least you're not left holding the bag. At least you have a plan. At least you can sell that to the fan base and to your front office and retain some of your players or better players and still continue to be competitive, which I think that's what they're going to do next. I think that I, I was a non-exclusive exclusive tag guy, and now I'm back to thinking that the exclusive tag might not be such a bad idea. And I don't think they match the number no matter what that number is. Dennis Colazzos is our guest. He'll be here on Thursday from 3 until 5. And, of course, every Sunday morning from 8 till noon, getting you home, getting you where you need to be. If you're going out golfing because the weather's getting good, obviously we're picking basketball teams on Sunday night as well as we get into this. But this thing has consumed all of this. Uh, Dennis, I want to ask you this because people have re- – we're in the march now, and you and I are the two guys you know, on the radio here in Baltimore and out on the Internet that really think this is a, a foregone thing. If somehow Luke sends out a WNST text this week at any point, brought to you by Coons Baltimore Ford, you know when everybody else knows. I get the text. Luke doesn't text me and say they just signed Lamar. I get, he goes right to the text because that's how I get it first too, right? If they sign him and they get this done, I will be 
one to ten shocked. I mean, Leonard Raskin, who's like you, doesn't gamble, and we kid around. He, he didn't realize I could gamble mobily. You know, we didn't have to. I don't have to go up to Hollywood Casino in Perryville. I can just do it right here. That if I had a dollar to bet right now, if I want to bet a hundred dollars and win something. I would think of all the things that I would bet a hundred dollars on right now, thinking I'd win the bet. I think he won't be a Raven anymore. I'm, I would be willing to bet a hundred dollars on that given the odds and whatever the odds were that if you gave me a hundred mythical dollars and said, bet it one way or another, I'm pretty convinced. I'm pretty, I'm seven points. I'm eight points, not seven. I'm an eight point favorite to me in this game. And I'll take, I'll take the favorite that he's going to go somewhere else. I'm pretty convinced of that. Not insider convinced, but pretty convinced. And so if the text comes for me, I'm moving toward the point of shocked as hell if they get him done. That I, I almost I just said that out loud. I'd be shocked as hell. Where are you on the shockometer if this happens? You know what? Before I get into that, Fox Sports uh, Jason Whitlock said that uh, Lamar Jackson is past his expiration date. He thinks the Ravens got a great five year out of five years out of him. He hasn't improved as a passer. Uh, what made him super great? The the electric electricity that he provided by running the ball is gone. He may get his feelings hurt. They may not be a huge market after or as big as a market as 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 uh, he thinks it is. But Eric so, will know that market. That's the difference. No, he, Eric I think he already knows that market, which is why they leaked out now. They're 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 thinking more of a non-exclusive than the exclusive tech. Uh, I'm, uh, and so I'll be very surprised. Uh, scale of one to ten, I'll be I'll be an eight eight point. 8.59 if, if this thing gets done. Well, if nobody's lining up to give them a king's ransom, and they know that, and Apparently they already not. know that. Apparently not. They know. Be because they know. nobody's lining up to give them a king's ransom and him $240 million, no. right? No. Like, that's no. the one-two punch of this. That... They've seen the Kyler Murray deal, right? They've seen the the uh, uh, the Wilson deal, right? The Russell Wilson deal. The, the owners have seen these. And you also have some cheap owners lining up to sign Burroughs in Cincinnati and and uh, and Hertz in Philadelphia with Jeffrey Lurie and the Spanos family. They're going to really break the piggy bank for Justin Herbert. So it's it's not going to the market's not going to be what he, what he thinks that he is. And the curious thing, Nestor, is how does he react to that when he figures out that that his highest offer is going to be 125 million guaranteed, which is going to be less than the 133 the Ravens have on the table. Silence. Yeah. Nothing but silence, Dennis Colazzos, right? And, and then what happens, yeah, and what, what happens when the Ravens say no thanks? We're good. <laughs> Go ahead and sign your one your buck on the quarter. We'll take our two first. Have a nice day. Then what? I I don't think the Ravens care what he gets. I think they care to figure out the exit strategy where they're no longer being held hostage by a young man they're negotiating with who's holding up their franchise and has won one playoff game. And wants a king's ransom, and they're they're not in control of. They're not in control of Lamar Jackson. One thing I've learned about Steve Bishotti, really learned about Steve Bishotti, hates everything he can't control. He'll right. destroy things he can't control. Hey, what are so, the odds they ever pick another quarterback in the first round that doesn't have an agent? Zero. They will never do this again. They will learn from this exercise not to select a player. Now, linebacker like Roquan Smith with the money that's that significant. Yes, you can do that. But a quarterback on the first round, if he doesn't have an agent, Nestor, the Ravens will not be talking to him at the combine or any time. Well, and, and, and Dennis, I and I talked to you about this last week, and I know I've talked to, to Luke about this. These are incredibly cocky, 
um, individuals, these Ravens sure. people. And they get together in Jupiter, and they're all country club guys now. They're all made men. They all have millions of dollars. They just look at this as – you know, what's the old song from Jesus Christ Superstore? Uh, Superstar, he's just one more. You, you know, like more, we, 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 we drafted a first, we drafted him, we'll draft the next him, we drafted the Flacco before him. If we miss, we go back to our, you know, our, our house in the hills and we'll try again. And Steve will still love us. And Steve understands the odds of going into the draft and coming out with another Joey Harrington or another Achilles Smith versus another Joe Flacco, where we would draft and better them than us in giving Lamar Jackson $180 million of guaranteed money right now. And maybe that's the way they feel and maybe it's right or wrong, but the Ravens aren't without a plan. Now let me bring this back to you with this training room situation and, F minus and where all that is that that's not a good look for John. It's not a good look for the organization in general. All these players saying you wreck my career. (laughs) I'm a guy in the middle of that, uh, in the middle of that maelstrom as well. (laughs) Um, But they'll wreck anybody. Literally they will. I mean, I've seen this firsthand. They'll try to, but with the Steve Saunders thing and with John and John hires his coaches and John's coaches. And he went through that with Munkin last week. I don't know where the leash is with Steve and where Steve puts blame or how involved Steve even is in any of this other than Eric and John, you take care of the football guys and you're my guys until you're not my guys anymore. But the players popping off last week, it, it, it wasn't that that's on. That's not the castle that no, the, the castle but, from Disney world were, were made to the purple castle were made to believe, but it's a different world. Nestor. see it in, in, in our organization. There's a CSI customer satisfaction in, index, but we also have an ESI and employee satisfaction index, which means our employees get polled to, to uh, what they think of their management team, what they think of me. And it's anonymous and you're, and, and that goes straight to ownership and ownership. This is done yearly. So that way, if, if, if the, if the employees are saying that, okay, this department manager is horrible, uh, there's there's a deep dive and evaluation. So if they're polling their players every year, which they should, in terms of the, of the coaching staff, uh, they would have had this thing handled a long time ago. That's that's my feeling. If if the guy if they feel the guy's working against them, if he's whatever to their detriment, they should have a voice. And that's what this tells me. They should have had a voice all along. Wow, that's insightful. Uh, Dennis is always insightful. You can find him on Thursdays being insightful as well as on Sunday mornings as well as at Coons Baltimore. What's going on? Give me a March uh, story about the automotive industry. I, we took this thing through, all, you know, cars Ford doesn't have anymore and electric cars and different <laughs> things and uh, and spaceships and cars that drive themselves. When are they coming? I'm tired of driving, Dennis. I want to be driven. Yeah, there. Look, it's it's a topsy turvy industry. It's almost day to day. We just got our, our our wholesale offerings for for May, and it wasn't much. So I I thought we we're getting more stock, more supply, and now I'm told that we're not. Uh, a lot of uh, manufacturers. I better get my wife out there. Is what you're telling me? Yeah, right? it, it's it's <laughs> and now you have rising interest rates. So it's a very interesting environment that we're in. Uh, it's it's almost day to day. But hey, uh, we're having our March sale. Right, spring is here. It's spring selling season, and because we do a lot of repeat and referral business, Nestor. Uh, we're, we're, we're in good shape. Thanks to great advertising from WNST, all the sponsors, all our friends and neighbors, um, our na- national presence. So business is very good. We have, we have inventory for folks to actually drive and smell and feel. Well, there is something where people say, where'd you get your last car? And you tell them, and they, they say, where'd you get, where are you going to get your next car? And you tell them when well, it's the same place. 
the right. I mean, when it, you're right. I mean, that's that's where you are. And when somebody says, "Where'd you get your last car?" and you tell them, and they're like, "Where are you get your next car?" You're like, "Not there." You, you know what I mean? Not. I'm calling Dennis. You know, I better get on the hey, phone, Dennis. When, you know, when you're talking cars, you're talking coons, and it's always good business to do business where business is good, and business well, and is always local. good here. I saw you jamming some local stuff. Local out on man, Twitter go the local. Day, yeah, you know? appreciate you. Yeah, got to stay local. It, it means a lot to local businesses. Support your local businesses. Keep the money in state. Keep the keep the money in your county. Uh, you know, all the locally owned businesses out there. That's where I spend my money at. That's why I'm in Kittsville all the time at those restaurants. I was getting ready to say to you, I owe you lunch at, we talked about this for a show. I owe you lunch at Beaumont. You and I are going to get, I want to do lunch over there because I'm always going for dinner and I never feel burgery at dinner, but I know they're like, I want to go for lunch when I'm burgered up and I'm, you know, I've I've never been there for lunch, been there several times for dinner, but uh, with clients and friends, but I've never been there for, for lunch. I've always had dinner there though. Great steaks, and All right, well, they do a really good job over there. This week, I'm around for lunch a couple times. Whenever you're up for a burger, uh, right, you know, I'm in. I'm all in. All right. Dennis, uh, I will see you on Thursday as well. We may have uh, purple smoke, you know, in the form of an eight or an infinity. We're going to have something. Uh, sub, look, something's going to get done at some point, right? This thing's got to move. The ball's going to move either way. You know, that eight turns sideways, it turns into infinity, right? I mean, Maybe. Something to right, think about, again, you know? the thing is, he doesn't have to sign. He doesn't have to sign the contract, the tag. One to ten, how shocked are you if he, if if the Ravens bring him back and sign him long-term and find Kumbaya? How shocked uh, would you be? 8.5. How about that? Really, really shocked. Super yeah, shocked. I'll, I'll be surprised. Very surprised. So I will I. Of- so will I. I don't, it doesn't feel like there's any energy for it. It really doesn't. It really it's doesn't. A callous, it's a callous relationship. It seems to be mutual, very mutual. I think both sides have had enough of the other side. They're both on purchase, and neither one is going to come down. And I don't even know that it's acrimonious as much as it's no, resigned so. to. It's, it's business, right? He wants whatever, and they, they're offering whatever, and that's it. And it's a big, big gap. It's not even close. From what, what we can see. So if it's not even close, then, you know, I got a car for 50000 The guy's offering me 30000 Well, we're not going to bridge that gap. It's, it's, it's a fifty grand car. You he know, saw that bidding war 40, for Deshaun Watson. He's hey, a quarterback. Everybody needs one. 48000 uncle, but it's not going to be thirty. Only takes one, you know, to go over sticker. You know what I'm saying? You get a bidding war. It won't be this one. <laughs> this this one's got some some uh, some body damage, some, some high miles. Uh it doesn't steer accurately all the time. I mean, Hold on. Some... This is a guy that's been – how many times have you been to Mannheim in your life auctioning cars? Oh, my God. More than <laughs> I can count, right? So it's no... Hey, there's a lot of similarities between people and cars. And, uh... Highest bidder, man. Highest bidder. Just literally, hey, right? You know, there's a butt for every seat, but uh, I don't believe there's a seat anymore in the Baltimore Ravens for Lamar Jackson, who I happen to love, by the way. They're just you know, people listening, uh, I don't have any – I love Lamar Jackson. I've got a signed jersey sitting on my wall in my man cave, but uh, uh, there's a time and place for everything. And this is the week. Dennis Colazzo's will be here on Thursday. I'm here all week. He's Dennis. I'm Nestor. We are WNST AM 1570, Towson, Baltimore. We never stop talking. Coots for Baltimore Positive.